This is the Answer Your Unique Calling podcast. This podcast provides tips, tools, and inspiring stories for creating clarity around your calling, opening your heart to infinite possibilities, and enabling you to have the greatest impact on the world. I'm Julian Crossenhill, a certified spiritual life coach, meditation teacher, human design specialist, and founder of Pre-Survenana. And most recently, I've joined the faculty at Starseed Academy Coach Training. It's my mission to teach and guide others in living a spiritually aligned life that answers their unique calling. Welcome, and thanks for listening. Hi, today I want to talk about the coaching industry. And for those of you who feel that your spirit that your unique calling or your spiritual calling is to become a life coach or a spiritual coach. So what exactly is coaching? I think there's a lot of confusion around what coaching and spiritual coaching is. I see a lot of spiritual, well-meaning people hanging their shingle out as a coach. And what's happening is they're not really trained in coaching as a skill. And so they're really taking clients who are looking for a quick fix is the best way to put it. These clients are coming in and they're asking the coach to kind of fix it quick. And the coach is taking a lot of responsibility for that fix. They're telling the client what to do. They're giving the client advice. They're holding the client accountable to doing things. They're doing all of these things that a trained coach would not be doing because they would recognize the potential for creating codependency where the client is really relying on the coach to make decisions for them, to do the work for them, to hold them accountable. So actual coaching, spiritual coaching or life coaching. So let's start with life coaching. Life coaching is a process that's interactive where a coach and a client partner to gain new insights, make changes, release blocks, and achieve goals. And so it's a very interactive, very collaborative process. A life coach will help the client find the answers that they already have. They'll help the client move towards their goals, but it's more about empowering the client to make the changes themselves. It's about helping the client find ways to hold themselves accountable. So the whole goal here is to make the client more self-sufficient and to help the client achieve their goals. So spiritual coaching is just life coaching, but with a more spiritual focus. So in spiritual coaching, we're still doing life coaching. It still works the same way. Um, The client is still self-sufficient. We're still helping them uncover their own insights, find their own accountability. The difference is, is that we're facilitating also helping them really connect to their higher power and draw on their spirituality as a resource. So we use more spiritual tools like meditation. Um, We might use oracle cards. We might use visualization, chanting, yoga, meditation. I mentioned meditation, visualization, all of these different tools. Um, So it's just basically taking spiritual tools and putting it into life coaching and putting more focus on the client's connection to to their higher power and and using their spirituality as a source of insight and a source of strength in moving towards their goals. So obviously, 
we're not telling the client what to do and we're not clients aren't coming to us for a quick fix. It's actually more of a process and it does take a little time and we recognize that. The other thing is that coaching really is different than counseling or therapy. We don't really delve much into the past in coaching. I mean, we'll look at the past, but it's more like what worked for you in the past, what made that difficult in the past. We don't go into any areas of, of trauma or things like that. We are more focused in the present moment. What can, you know, leaning on the past, learning from the past in the current moment, what can I do, change, or how can I be that is going to help me achieve these goals in the future. So we're always very forward looking and working in the present moment, which is really more spiritually aligned because the the point of power is in the present and the now is when we can actually affect change and manifest the reality we want. So if your calling is to be a spiritual coach and if and if it is Congratulations, absolutely celebrate that for you because I think that coaches are needed more than ever and especially spiritual coaches right now. Humanity as a collective race is on the cusp of a really tremendous spiritual awakening. We are moving into this new spiritual era and people are really struggling with it. They're struggling with the transition and it's important that we have more spiritual coaches to sort of help move them forward and, and guide them through that transition into this new spiritual um, era. And we've seen this a lot with like this idea of the great resignation. You know, during the pandemic, there was a lot, people were isolated, they lost some loved ones. There, there was a great deal of, of difficulty for all of us. And it really caused a lot of people to reevaluate their priorities and connect with their higher power, rethink what they were doing for their career and work and all of these things. And so spiritual coaches are really in demand right now and we're really needed more than ever. So now that you've decided to be a spiritual coach, how do you go about it? You know, do you, the big question I see come up a lot on Facebook from people who have sort of felt called to this work is, do I get certified or not? And I want to sort of talk about certification for a moment because there's really two sort of levels of certification. So one of them is, you know, you can go take a class and get whatever certification from that class and call yourself a coach. The risk there is, you know, is that class actually teaching you good coaching skills? Is that class teaching you how to put the client first in a way that's moving the client forward and not promising a quick fix or creating that sort of codependency between the coach and the client? And the other option is what we what is called ICF accredited training. So ICF is the International Coaching Federation. And they are a hub for all things coaching. They are a membership organization that helps coaches develop their professional skills, build their businesses. You know, they are there to advocate for the coaching industry as well as to support their coaches in their professional development. They also hold training and professional and ethical standards for their members. So members of ICF have committed to very high ethical and professional standards. Their accredited coaches have received a certain amount of training hours. They've received a certain, they've practiced coaching for professionally for a certain number of hours. So there's certain standards and they have standards around continuing education, how often they have to take 
more education and continue learning about coaching and learning to be better coaches. And ICF also certifies and accredits training programs. So if you attend an ICF accredited training program, it is going to do a few things. One, you're really going to learn the ICF core competencies, which are the core coaching skills identified by ICF that they feel makes a successful coach. You're also going to learn the ICF ethical code. You're going to learn what it means to be an ethical coach and to practice coaching ethically. And that school being ICF accredited means that you are going to have an easier time getting ICF accreditation yourself. So if you're not training in an ICF accredited school, you're going to have to go get additional training to get an ICF credential. So ideally, you want to go to an ICF accredited school because it's going to open more opportunities for you. And I'll talk in a moment about ICF credentialing and whether you want it or not. Um, but let me just sort of talk about my experience with ICF training schools. So you can go to the ICF website and you can search for accredited programs and they do have an option to search for programs that teach spiritual coaching in particular. That's how I found my first school. Uh, my first school was Life Purpose Institute. And that is where I certified originally in spiritual life coaching. So LPI teaches um, both life coaching and spiritual coaching as two separate programs. You know, as I mentioned, spiritual coaching is just life coaching with the spiritual element. Um, and the LPI program was a very solid program. I learned really solid coaching skills in LPI. I had fantastic teachers and great mentors, really fantastic program. And I highly recommend their program with one caveat. The marketing program for, you know, learning to actually launch your coaching business and go get clients was really outdated. Um, LPI's program, their focus on their marketing, it was very salesy. It was sort of pressure-y. Like, it just didn't, it didn't resonate for me personally. It felt too high-pressure sales, and it felt really out, outdated. And there just wasn't enough time devoted to marketing and building a business. It was like, here's all this time spent on coaching skills, this real quick piece on marketing that was very clearly outdated and good luck to you. So, you know, that was my experience with LPI. I mean, still got me started in the business, got me to where I am. So not, not horrible, but I definitely would recommend, I would do it differently if I were doing it today. So let me talk about the other program, Starseed Academy Coach Training. And you've probably heard me talk about this program because I happen to currently teach human design there. And I consulted a little bit on the human design portions of their coaching manual. And I just recently applied for my ICF credentials. So soon I'll also be teaching coaching there. Um, Starseed Academy Coach Training, that program was just really well-rounded all the way around. So I took the program because, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm on the faculty and, and will be training coaches as soon as I complete my ICF credential. Um, and that program, so I took that program because, you know, I audited it as a future instructor to learn about the program. And it taught ICF accredited skills, just like LPI. I learned, you know, they were teaching all of the core competencies, but they were definitely teaching them at a deeper level. So you can coach at sort of two levels when you're in a coaching session with a client. 
you know, there's sort of two approaches to a problem, right? A client comes to you with a problem, you can kind of talk about the action approach. Like, what do you want to do about it? You know, how are you going to, how are you going to solve this? What are you going to do? What actions are you going to take? And that's sort of a surface level approach, which is totally valid and fine. The other level that you can coach though is, is deeper than that. What's underneath this? What is making it a problem for this person? Who do they want to be? How do they want to show up? What kind of energy are they embodying? That's a deeper level of coaching. And at Starseed Academy Coach Training, they definitely coach at that deeper level. The skills that they're teaching, they are teaching them from this perspective of really getting underneath the issue. What's under all of that? What's under why they can't figure out what action to take next? Because there's probably something deeper there. And so, you know, without going into, into therapy, because of course this is a coaching program, we're never going to go into that er, those areas of trauma or diagnostics or anything that a therapist would be doing. Um, but they do get into that deeper what's underneath of this. Who do they want to be and how do they want to show up? So definitely coaching at a deeper level. And then just this at LPI, the spiritual piece of it sort of felt like it was tacked on to a life coaching program. Whereas at Starseed Academy, the spiritual coaching piece is really woven throughout the program very nicely. And everything is, is approached from a spiritual perspective. So all of the core competencies are being approached from a spiritual perspective. You know, we're talking about energy, we're incorporating how do you use your intuition in your coaching, just really getting into how do you reconcile some of the more spiritual modalities with the ICF core competencies. The other thing that really, to me, makes Starseed Academy Coach Training stand out is they really focus on marketing. They have a whole section on conscious marketing, and they talk about marketing not just um, on a core le surface level of like, how do you, how do you market? Do you do social media? Do you blog? What do you do? But also talking about my favorite subject, human design, how do, how do I, from my human design, find the best way to market my business? How do I use my, lean into my human design so that the way that I'm showing up attracts the people that are meant to be working with me. And so that's a very different approach uh, to marketing that is not only more up to date, it's also more spiritual because actually incorporating spirituality into the marketing content. So obviously I'm a big fan of Starseed Academy Coach Training. And if you're feeling called to being a spiritual life coach and want to look at training programs, I highly recommend looking at Starseed Academies. So that they can be found at starseedacademycoachtraining.com. And they have a cohort starting on May 11th. So if this, is your, if this is your unique calling and you're ready to do it, you can start that training program next month and be on your way to being a spiritual coach. Um, or, you know, you can even just check them out and sign up for the next cohort, whatever feels aligned for you. And disclaimer, I am an affiliate of Starseed Academy Coach Training, and I am on the faculty, as I mentioned. So I just want to, you know, make it clear that this is not 100% unbiased. I do work with them, but I work with them because I believe so strongly in this program. Um, when Minerva asked me to join Starseed Academy, I had worked with Minerva as a client. She had coached me in the past. I had collaborated with her. I'd been on her podcast, um, you know, and so I just really felt that 
Minerva's approach to coaching was something that I wanted to be involved in and that I wanted to support. And so I really believe in this program, as I said. And I think that if you're feeling called to be a spiritual coach, it would benefit you greatly to check them out. So moving on from that, um, I want to talk about ICF and the ICF credentialing process. So I already kind of hinted that ICF has credentials and you can get an ICF credential if you've attended and certified in an ICF accredited program, which both Life Purpose Institute and Starseed Academy are ICF accredited. And if you have enough hours of professional coaching experience, you can apply and get an ICF credential. Having an ICF credential doesn't necessarily mean that you're a better coach. There are lots of coaches who have gone to ICF accredited programs, gotten certified in those programs, and just didn't decide to pursue the ICF credential for whatever reason. They all have their personal reasons. Maybe the style that they like to coach is a little different from the way ICF wants people to do it. You know, there's there's different reasons that people don't pursue it. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying if you're not ICF accredited, you're a bad coach. Um, but ICF accredited coaches have committed to upholding the ICF code of ethics, and they have committed to continuing education, to continue to grow their skills as a coach. So I think that's very important. If you are a spiritual coach and you're entering into this field because it's your calling and, and you want to be of service, and you are debating whether or not to get an ICF accreditation, I will say, I believe that the having an ICF credential opens more opportunities for you. First of all, there most clients probably have never heard of ICF and are, maybe aren't going to care if you have a credential. But the ones who are familiar with it and know it are going to want, they're, they're going to be looking at the ICF credential as a stamp of quality of approval. Whether that's true or not, there's going to be that perception and they're going to want a coach that's ICF accredited. So you're going to want to get that ICF credential because it's going to open some gateways there. If you feel that your calling is to teach as well as to coach, and in particular to coach to eventually train or teach other coaches, most coaching schools are going to want to be ICF accredited and you're going to need an ICF credential to teach in those schools um, if you want to teach coach training programs. So you can teach other, other unrelated things, you know, electives, but you can't teach the, the credential program without a credential yourself. And the other area that opportunity that it will open for you or door that it will open for you is if you want to coach in corporate or organizational coaching, most of those require an ICF credential. It's sort of seen as a stamp of approval, if you will. So ICF, ICF can be a good thing. There's also been some talk of harder, more strict, harder regulation around the coaching industry in the future. And so ICF is trying to position themselves in a way that they have a lot of say and influence in that um, registration process or, or whatever the whatever restrictions on the coaching industry come as far as licensure and credentialing. And so being at least ICF, certified in an ICF accredited program and certainly even ICF accredited 
or credentialed is going to probably help you down the road if that actually happens. And, you know, there's nothing to say that that will change, but there has been some talk in certain states of regulating coaching more strictly. And so having an ICF credential may actually help you in that case. So the other thing that you'll need to think about if you want to become a spiritual coach, and this is your calling, is what are you going to coach people on? right? Like, what's your specialty? A lot of people go into coaching and they think, I'm just going to help everybody. And you really can't do that as a coach. First of all, how do you really tune your skills and hone your message in a way that appeals to everybody? It just doesn't. Um, People are going to be attracted to you based on your energy, based on your message, based on your experience, based on your life story. And so what most coaches do is they come up with a niche and the niche is just an area that they specialize on. So if you've been listening to my podcast or visiting my website or watching my social media, you probably have an idea of my niche. It's answering your unique calling. It's finding your soul mission, your spiritual calling and and embracing it, stepping into it. And if you're a spiritual, I also coach spiritual business owners, you know, who have answered their calling through starting a spiritual business and are now building businesses. So that's my particular niche. Um, Yours is going to probably be something that came from your own journey. Mine came from my journey of being in the software industry for 25 years, being a leader and being dissatisfied in in that area and wanting to be of more service and stepping into this calling. Um, So most coaches pull their niche from their journey. They look at an area of their life that was challenging for them, a, play, a time when they struggled, and the process or the steps that they took to overcome that struggle. So something that they've gone through and come out the other side, and then they can take that process that they use to kind of build a coaching program or a way to guide people through a similar situation. So, you know, there's coaches who coach around divorce or career transition or, you know, changing, like, people who have left one religion or, or spirituality and moved to another. Um, so there's coaches that teach in, you know, in all these different niches. One thing I will say is also consider your human design when you're choosing your niche. And I say this because manifesting generators like myself are multi-passionate. They are meant to explore a lot of different things and try a lot of different things. And they're going to get bored really quickly doing the same thing over and over. So make your niche broad if you happen to be a manifesting generator. Because a broad niche that allows you to sort of play or experiment is going to be more fulfilling for you in the long run. So for me, you know, under my niche, I coach people around building a strong spiritual foundation. I teach some classes on that. I do meditate work with on meditation. I work around, you know, I added spiritual business to my coaching, spiritual business owners and spiritual entrepreneurship. So as my interests kind of go in different directions, I can incorporate those into my into my coaching because I have set my niche sort of broad as more of an umbrella for my coaching. And it allows me to have that exploration that my design needs. So something to keep in mind. So I want to talk about two other things real quick, um, and that's what I call the things that spook new coaches. And I call them that because I've had a lot of new coaches have conversations with me where they've just gotten really frustrated. They finished their certification program, and they've just started 
to set up their practice. And somebody came along and told them that the market was saturated, that there's too many coaches, that the average coach only makes $30,000 a year and they better get used to eating ramen. And, you know, they just tell them all this like doom and gloom about the coaching industry. And unfortunately, being new, they don't necessarily know better and they get frustrated right away and it just saps all of their energy. And of course, you can't attract clients if you're sort of in that energy of it's not going to work. And so I just want to reassure you that coaching is a viable industry. This is a viable career. It's I'm not going to say that it's going to be a cakewalk. It's not necessarily always going to be easy. It's going to take, it's going to challenge a lot of your false beliefs around money. It's going to challenge a lot of your false beliefs around attracting clients. It's going to challenge every bit of imposter syndrome that you have ever experienced in your life. It's going to challenge you around all of those blocks you have around speaking up and being seen. But they're gonna. Ch- it's going to challenge you in all those areas in very good ways. And the people who are showing up and doing the work, working with coaches of their own, doing that pers- personal development are going to break through those blocks and they're going to attract the people that they're meant to work with. And they're going to be very successful in this field. Um, a while ago, several months ago, I got an email from one of the internet referral services. They ha- They had a lead looking for a life coach in my area and wanted they were going to let me reply to it for free if I wanted to. And it wasn't an area I coach in. So I just said, you know, it's not an area I coach in. And but I did sort of check them out. I was like, hmm, do I want to do I want to purchase this service and, and have them send me leads that are in my area of, of coaching that are relevant to my niche? And I looked and, and they were generating 20 leads a day not necessarily exactly in my niche, but close. And so, you know, I just, I mentioned earlier, we're in this process of a great new spiritual awakening as a human race. And so, and I see it all the time, more and more people are learning about the benefits of working with coaches. They're changing jobs, you know, they're, we're coming out of this pandemic and people are questioning work. They're questioning the way the system is structured. They're questioning why they spend the majority of their life some uh, doing something that they hate. They're just really questioning it and they're awakening to it. And they need coaches to help them figure out what it means and what to do next and who do they want to be. And if your unique calling is to be a spiritual coach, that's you. And you have an amazing and challenging job ahead of you. So That's just what I want to finish with is if this is your calling, it is going to be rewarding. It is going to be challenging and you're going to be doing important work to help people transition into this new awakened spiritual age, transition away from our old ideas around work and power over and into this new of power from within and creating our own reality and building the world that we all want to live in. Bright blessings to you. You can reach me on the web at www.priestofinana.com. www.priestofinana.com. I'm also on Instagram at Priest of Inanna, Facebook at Priest of Inanna, and LinkedIn Priest of Inanna. 
want more ease in your spiritual business, Human Design is a system for understanding yourself better. It gets you in touch with the personal story that you're living by and shows you how to rewrite it in order to create more of what you desire. This is especially important for spiritual business owners. Your Human Design can help you make business decisions with more confidence, optimize how you speak about your services, find marketing that really connects to your people, and really tap into strengths you didn't even know you had. I invite you to schedule a human design reading today. In this hour-long session, we'll explore your human design chart with an eye to how it impacts your business. After the session, you'll receive a recording to refer to later, a copy of your chart, and 30 days of email risk support. Visit www.priestofanana.com slash services slash human dash design. That's www.priestofanana.com slash services slash human dash design to learn about my human design services and book your business for you today.